When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, what is going on, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Kyle Kelly live on a Friday afternoon to discuss Notre Dame's monstrous recruiting weekend. Kyle, I've been covering Notre Dame for coming up on five years now, and just the hype and excitement going into this weekend. We we don't like we 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 get a lot of exciting recruiting weekends, but I don't know about to this level. It just feels like. This early in the recruiting cycle, such a defining recruiting weekend coming up for the Fighting Irish, and we are going to talk about it all. But uh, yeah, Kyle, you, you excited for this weekend, man? I think so. Uh, ready for it to be over uh, <laughs> in some ways. No, I'm just messing around. This is going to be a big one on Saturday for Notre Dame. I think it's a big Tribute to the start Notre Dame already has in the 25 cycle. I think we're up to 13, 14 commits. 14, and yeah. yeah who knows? Um, we have a, a number of guys on the uh, commit watch that you wrote about last night, and I set the over-under at three and a half, I think, in my storylines this morning. So I think we are expecting a uh, pretty exciting weekend in the uh, realm of Notre Dame football recruiting. So people ask me for over-unders on commit weekend or like recruiting weekends a lot. And my question is like, are we talking over-under guys to commit in the next week, next two weeks, or just like in general from this recruiting weekend by the end of the cycle, like over-under three guys who end up signing with the Irish from this weekend. So I'm curious for your over-under three and a half, what your time frame was looking like for that. Yeah, I definitely don't think this weekend, although it would not surprise me if we had one or two. But just looking of the way that this recruiting weekend has um, produced, I guess, in, in the uh, last two last two years, uh, Notre Dame had four commits in a 2023 cycle and then uh, three last year from this weekend. And all those commits lasted from now until like June. So yeah, um, yeah, long-winded way of saying um, just in general, I think that by the end of the 24 recruiting or 25 recruiting cycle, I think we'll see three target or at least three targets that uh, visit this weekend up in Notre Dame's class. Yep. I think it is a very exciting time to be a Notre Dame fan, especially um, for those who follow Fighting Irish Football Recruiting. Uh, Carl says, what's up, Carl? Good to see you. Joe says, good afternoon from Charlotte. Looking forward to hearing your perspective on the recruits visiting this weekend. Absolutely. And Brent with some kind words saying you always bring a nice and current update when it comes to recruiting. Doing a great job. It's great work. That is the plan, Brent. Appreciate you. Um, Joe Bros in the chat. 
uh, Bleeberg, Adam B. Good to see everyone. Uh, please hit the thumbs up, of course, on this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content. And uh, if you are listening via podcast, hello, hello, ho. Hope your weekend is doing is going well. Uh, please leave us a kind review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, so I, I guess let's just start with the weather as we record this. Uh, it is Friday, January 19th at 105 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, it's a um, kind of a warmer in South Bend, 22 degrees from what you've seen this week um today a low of 14 high of 22 just just according to the old iphone um you know weather app and then saturday a low of three degrees and a high of 22 degrees so when those prospects start arriving to campus in the morning uh you're looking at about between you know 10 and 16 degrees fahrenheit um so yeah kyle i'm just Wanted to kind of start with the weather because we've already seen a few prospects canceled due to weather. Uh, Dalen McCutcheon, Devin Williams, Corey Costner, some of the notable guys in the 2025 class. Um, you'll you'll be there as the prospects are checking in tomorrow, um, you know, as they walk into the Goog. So I'm just kind of I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on on kind of the, the weather status for this weekend and how that might affect things. Yeah, I think we're already seeing the effect, as you just noted, with um, one guy from Texas, Dalen McCutcheon, one guy from Georgia, Devin Williams, and another from the DMV Baltimore area, and Corey Costner already canceling their trips. Williams and Costner, weather-related, sounds like uh, um, McCutcheon is under the weather, so I guess that does count uh, for those guys. To um, They're not going to be there in South Bend, but still expecting a lot of targets, a lot of guys from the Midwest, which... I think makes things a little easier depending on how you look at it. They're coming um, via uh, automobile, I guess, rather than flight. They don't really have to to worry about flights getting canceled or delayed and anything like that. And um, yeah, but just looking at the weather, um, uh, due to my uh, my handy dandy AccuWeather here, we're expecting ninety four percent precipitation, three to six inches of snow. Um, could be up to eight with some untreated roads uh, expected. Could be a little slippery out there, but Notre Dame is going to get these guys in early in the morning. That's pretty standard for these um, off-season visits, and uh, I think they're still expecting a lot of guys to arrive. Um, these yeah. these visits have been in the works for a while. I know all the commits are, are excited to get up there. 12 of the 14 are going to be there. Um, I know Justin Thurman, the running back commit from Tampa, Florida Jesuit, he's going to make it any way he can. He's used to these Midwest uh, winners coming from St. Louis. So he'll be up here from Florida, and he's expecting a big weekend uh, for Notre Dame uh, with the targets. So even though um, there there have been some early concerns about uh, what we could see with a little South Bend winner, I still think it's going to be a pretty um, you know fruitful outcome this weekend. Yeah. And the kids will be indoors for probably, you know, 90% of the visit. The only time they're going to be outside is is when they're, you know, walking from building to building or, you know, and, and they're all bundled up. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, the more, more of the concern is just, you know, safety and, and whatnot and, and plans being canceled due to flight delays or, you know, kind of what the variables that can occur there. But, um yeah, like Kyle said, we are expecting everyone. I mean, I think Davion Dixon tweeted out he was on a plane coming up to South Bend. Um, so we are going to discuss um, all the commits coming up to campus, um, the targets, 
Uh, I Kyle mentioned at the top of the show that I wrote an article about uh, you know some players on commit watch, um, which I, I think you know I, I've I've done commit watch articles in the past, and then there's guys who commit to Notre Dame who I did not have a commit watch, like CJ May for the Ohio State game. Like Joseph Reeve committed the day after I had him on the list, but didn't have CJ May. That one was surprised. So there's all. When you get to Notre Dame on a recruiting visit, you just can, you you never know what's going to happen because Notre Dame just you know as you guys know you're watching the show you love Notre Dame but it's, it's just it is a special place. I'll call me biased, but it's it's just a fact. It's a special place, and some kids even though the weather might be cold, um, they just fall in love with Notre Dame. Uh, and, and it's funny you mentioned Justin Thurman as a St. Louis guy. He's in Florida now. You got another another guy and Ivan Taylor, a Notre Dame safety commit from Orlando. You know, his father's Ike Taylor, played for the Steelers. So he grew up in Pittsburgh. So it's interesting. You got three guys from Florida committed, uh, and two of them are from uh, colder climates. And then uh, all three Florida guys visiting this weekend, you, you do love to see that. But before we really dive into the meat and potatoes of today's show, we are going to hear uh, from our sponsor over at Augie's Locker Room. Um, so, folks, we do know you love that Notre Dame memorabilia and one-of-a-kind Notre Dame items, and you can only find it at one place, uh, especially uh, to the degree that Augie's Locker Room has it. Uh, just some really special and unique stuff. And Augie moved his store to a new location, uh, so come see the brand-new store ro- located at 1733 North Ironwood Drive in South Bend. It's right down the street from Notre Dame. Uh, you know, only been in this new location for a couple months now. So whether you're a local or you're coming in town for an event, you got to make time for Augie's locker room. They have a wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, and one of a kind Rockney items. There's Joe Montana signed items. You got famous sculpture, Jerry McKenna's replicas of the bronze statues around the stadium. And Augie gets new stuff in all the time. If he doesn't have something in store that you want, just give him a call or go into the store and he's going to find it for you. So check it out, augieslockerroom.com for the online store. Give Augie a call, 574-277-6363. That's 574-277-6363. Um, okay, we're, we're going to get into... Um, before we talk about the commits, Kyle, I think one of the biggest developments um, was that uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo's younger brother, uh, Nathaniel Owusu-Boateng, is visiting Notre Dame on Saturday. We had heard it earlier in the week. Uh, 24-7 reported that he was going to be visiting. And then, you know, I, I contacted some Notre Dame sources. You got in touch with Nathaniel himself. And the the, the vibe was... That's the the hope, but it's not locked in yet. And then, you know, uh, we we both got word Thursday night that Awusu Boateng would be visiting um, Notre Dame. And uh, man, Notre Dame's Notre Dame's got a few positions where I think the board is just fascinating. There's three that come to mind: receiver with no commits and several guys who you think are close. Offensive line with one commit and a few guys we think are very close to committing to Notre Dame. And then linebacker that has two commits. And then it's like, how many more linebackers can they take? Because they have a bunch of guys on the board. And you got to think that Nathaniel Owusu-Boateng, who's uh, from Virginia, currently plays his ball at IMG Academy of Bradenton, Florida, um, certainly seems like he would be a top guy for the Fighting Irish. So you you, 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 as a Browns fan, 
who loves Jeremiah Wusukormo, right? You cover Notre Dame, you're a Browns fan. JOK has been fantastic for the, you know, in Cleveland and his first couple of years there. I'm sure you're pretty pumped up about this. So, um, yeah, your excitement and uh, your reaction, Kyle, to uh, Boateng setting up the visit. I don't think uh, my excitement matters, but I think the excitement of the Notre Dame coaching staff matters because they are pumped that Nathaniel Wusu Boateng is making it to South Bend this weekend. Even though he's uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa's half brother, he has never been to Notre Dame on a visit, never yeah. to one of his home games. Um, I think he did see um, Jeremiah play out on the road uh, when Notre Dame played one of those ACC away games during uh, Wusu Koromoa's career, but still has never been to Notre Dame. Has not really been on a lot of college visits in general, which I think is really fascinating considering he's one of the top 50 recruits in the cycle, according to the On3 industry ranking. As you see there, only three, uh, or I guess as, as I – uh, I should say, as you can see for our YouTube viewers, but I'll, I'll explain it for the podcast l- listeners, three visits to Florida, three visits to Miami, one to Ohio State, and one to South Carolina. So besides that, no other reported visits. Um, other guys in the cycle are upwards of 30 unofficial visits and not so much uh, a Wusu Boateng. So getting him up to South Bend from IMG Academy this time of the year is um, a big development. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting recruitment to follow because I know our Chad Simmons at On3, the director of recruiting, did some reporting on Nathaniel Wooster Boateng earlier this week, and he's nowhere near a decision. It's December signing day, which we're about 11 months away from there. But this is a really big deal for Notre Dame. Get him on campus, make a good first impression, get him back for the spring game, get him back on an official Get them back on a game day visit, and uh, hopefully you find yourself in the mix there toward the end because Notre Dame and every other uh, power team in the country, Blue Blood School, is going after him. Yeah, I kind of see this as a situation where it's going to be Notre Dame probably gets that third linebacker, whether it's someone like Noah McCall or Brett Clatterbaugh which we're not even talking about coaches on the road this week, which has been a major storyline, but you can find all of our reporting about that at blueandgold.com this week. We are just loaded with you know this visitor weekend stuff because I really do think it's a defining weekend for the Fighting Irish class in 25 and even 26, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but, I mean, between like Noah McHale, Brett Clatterbaugh, um, and, uh, you know, Anthony, Anthony Sacco, which Madden I think Notre Dame – I, I think Sacco's yeah, Madden. Uh, I think Sacco's the most likely guy to be that third linebacker in the class. I've talked about that a bunch of blueandgold.com. Please subscribe. Uh, our current offer for you guys listening to the show um, is a uh, dollar for a year. And I don't have the graphic, of course. Um, let me see if I can if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, the offer is uh, one dollar for two months using the promo code UND1. Um, so you guys can check that out. Uh, but I think it's going to be a situation where they get one of those guys, and that's not what I wanted to do, but that's okay. They get one of those guys, and then Ousu Boateng is just like a way too good to pass up kind of player, and that they would still take him. They always have one of those guys um, in a recruiting class. There it is. Uh, so $1 for two months using the promo code UND1. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But again, huge visit for the Fighting Irish. Just getting Ousu Boateng on, on campus I think is a pretty big deal. Um, so we will uh, you know, definitely be reporting about that at Bloom and Gold 
Uh, definitely wanted to look at the commits visiting this weekend in Kyle. I didn't need to like pull up individual profiles for this. I could literally just go to the commit list of 14, um, and read you through everyone who's visiting because it is 12 of the 14 commitments, um, at least going into the weekend. Um, you know, we'll see if the Irish add more, but you got Deuce Knight, the headliner of the class, the quarterback, he would not miss this visit weekend. A big deal for him. Loose to Mississippi, George County. Uh, I mean, there's players all over on offense. I mean, but Deuce is recruiting on defense as well. Um, so, again, big deal for Deuce Knight. You got Ivan Taylor, um, the defensive back commit from Florida. Chris Burgess, his first time to, from his first time going up to Notre Dame um, since committing uh, earlier this month. He picked the Fighting Irish over Michigan and Ohio State. Big time edge prospect. James Flanagan, uh, he has a hockey uh, conflict. He plays hockey, which you absolutely love uh, for a tight end from Wisconsin playing hockey. Great reason to miss a recruiting visit. So James Flanagan, unless something has changed, Kyle, maybe we'll check in with him. Uh, we do not expect him to be visiting this weekend. CJ May, uh, who has just vis visited Auburn, I think it was last weekend, um, a local school for him. Uh, this impressive pass rusher. He's going to be at Notre Dame, which is a really big deal. We talked about Justin Thurman, the running back commit from St. Louis, now in Tampa. Uh, he's going to be on campus. Will Black, who uh, committed to the Fighting Irish back in December, will be at Notre Dame. You got Creed Thomas from Phoenix, the cornerback. Joseph Reef, defensive lineman from uh, Elmhurst, Illinois. Ethan Long, Notre Dame's most recent 25 commit. Uh, picked Notre Dame over Michigan and Ohio State just after a couple days of uh, Chris Burgess doing the same thing. Davion Dixon. Uh, the beefy interior defense alignment from Miami. He'll be up there. Dom Hulak, the you know defensive end linebacker hybrid prospect from Elmhurst, Illinois. He'll be up there. And then you got Daniel Anderson, running back commit from Bryant, Arkansas. Uh, so the two guys not visiting this weekend of the 14 commits, you got James Flanagan, tight end from Green Bay, and then Ko'o Kia um, from Honolulu, linebacker who, yeah, it makes sense he's not going to make another trip out to Notre Dame considering he was just here this past weekend to help his brother Kahanu move back to Notre Dame. And, uh, yeah, it just committed to Notre Dame on Monday, did Ko'okia. So, I mean, Kyle, getting these guys all back up the campus is really important for multiple reasons, but two, for me, I think they're kind of obvious. One, the guys like that you would have some concern with even if it's just a sliver like Chris Burgess or uh, CJ May, considering May, you know, just visited Auburn and Burgess, you know, we, we expect other schools to continue to hit him up. And we know Justin Thurman has been, you know, contacted by a bunch of schools. It's good for these guys to continue to get up to Notre Dame to remind, to be reminded of why they committed to the Fighting Irish in the first place. But also they get to obviously recruit the, uncommitted prospects to join them in South Bend. So yeah, you can't overlook the importance of having your commits come up to campus. And I think the third reason there is just the bond that these guys create with each other during their visits, which is something that Marcus Freeman spoke about with the 23 or the 24 class during his signing day um, press conference Uh on uh, December 20th, he, he spoke about how CJ Carr was instrumental in keeping that class together. Cam Williams was instrumental in keeping CJ Carr in the class after Tommy Reese left. And all those guys had just incredible bond. And I, I remember Marcus Freeman just echoing on several occasions during his press conference 
uh, back in December that uh, Notre Dame had no decommits after the start of uh, the their senior seasons, which was right. much different than the 23 cycle when they lost Peyton Bowen and Jane Lamar and Elijah Page was before the season, but another guy that decommitted. There's a lot of guys that left Notre Dame's 23 class. And the 24 class had an, uh, a much more different outcome. Uh, there, there were a few decommitments early in the cycle for some uh, pretty extraordinary reasons. But other than that, uh, Notre Dame's 24 class stayed intact. And I think that they're liking the way this is trending with 25. Getting all these guys up on the campus as on, on many occasions as possible, getting around each other, because these guys are going to hold each other accountable throughout the recruiting process. Like, there's no way uh, all these guys are just going to like never hear from any other school again. Like even a guy like Justin Thurman, who we've talked about is like 100% the most Notre Dame kid you could ever find. Yeah, He's still from SEC schools. So just imagine what it is for Deuce Knight or CJ May or these other guys in the South. So that's a big, big, uh, big thing for me with those guys getting up uh, to campus this weekend, just, continuing to grow their relationships with each other, with the coaching staff, familiarizing themselves with Notre Dame. And um, not only do you have a much a stronger chance of keeping them in the class, but once they do get on campus, keeping those guys in through the, um, you know, thick and thin, a lot of guys leaving for the transfer portal these days, but I think that Notre Dame is working ahead of the curve there by recruiting the right guys and making sure they're keeping them at Notre Dame. Folks, if you are just joining us or you have not done so yet, please hit the thumbs up on this video. If you're wondering, Mike, why do you always tell me to hit the thumbs up? Well, I mean, it, it helps grow our channel. It helps, you know, hashtag it's for the algorithm. So um, do it. Just do it for us. Uh, yeah, it helps helps us reach other Notre Dame fans, helps helps our brand grow. So please hit the thumbs up on the video. And of course, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our content uh, moving forward. Um, Kyle, we're going to talk uh, next about all of the targets visiting this weekend, uh, and then we will go through uh, and both give our top commit candidate for this weekend. And I'll give a little bit more kind of context uh, for that topic because that is not something we talked about off air. So I will explain that um, in, a, in a few minutes. Uh, but we are going to hear first from our sponsors over at My Perfect Franchise. So as always, I'm going to ask you guys. A couple of questions um, as we hear from hear, hear from the sponsor. And it, they are, are you a displaced corporate executive? Maybe you're just wanting to put your career in your own hands. Are you that person? Are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Well, Andy Ludicky can help you out. He is a huge college sports fan and franchise veteran, having owned multiple franchises and businesses using his expertise Andy helps others find their American dream through a very thorough consultation and evaluation process. Call Andy at 404-973-9901. Put your life and career in your own hands. And best of all, his services are 100% free to you. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Call Andy Ludicky at 404-973-9901. www.myperfectfranchise.net. Dot net. Thank you very much to our sponsors over at My Perfect Franchise. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Kyle. This is kind of my thought for us running through the targets, just so we don't, you know, run the show too, too long, because we have a lot of work to do. Um, still today, you know, prepping for our magazine and, and all the things we got coming up. So uh, I'm going to read three names. I'm going to kind of give some quick thoughts and then I'll go to you if you want to add any other context on these uh, on the three guys we just talked about. And I think I have how many how many tar- how many non-committed guys do we have this weekend? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Does that sound right? Eleven. Was, yeah, I think that's well. Um, Corey Costner dropped off, so might be a, a few less than that. But yeah, about ten guys. That's a good way. All to right, go. I'll just I'll just read through it. You just let me know if I'm forgetting anybody. Um, so I'll pull up there on three pages for folks watching on YouTube. You got Jerome Bettis Jr. Uh, from Atlanta Woodyard Academy. Um, you know, he's you know you got to think he's on commit watch. Um, uh, because I mean, you look at the visits he's been taking. This will be a seventh recruiting trip to Notre Dame. Um, he's been to Ohio State a couple times. Buckeyes have an offer, but other than that, he's not like follow the visits, right? And it's not to my knowledge, there's no situation where Notre Dame's like, yeah, we don't, we don't want him anymore. So I 100% believe that uh, Jerome Bettis um, is a, a, a name to keep a close eye on. I think Notre Dame is still certainly the team to beat for the bus's son. Uh, Dallas Golden, what an interesting visit this is from Tampa Berkeley Prep. Kyle, I remember hearing from a source on the Notre Dame side of things when Keon Keeley was still committed to the Irish, and this source was like, Mike, this would be kind of a ballsy thing for you to do. Why don't you log a prediction for Dallas Golden to end up at Notre Dame? And I almost did, but then I have my reasons for not um maybe get into that at different times really not that big of a deal um but that just but my point is this has been someone who the irish staff has loved for years at this point um and i think that they are the leader in the clubhouse for him uh, keep a close eye on dallas golden six 165 pounds that's what he's listed at and, and he's a number 84 overall player in the country number eight safety notre dame prefers him at cornerback right now. Tony says he's a freak athlete. Completely agree. I've seen Dallas in person before. I've uh, been following his recruitment for a while. And uh, yeah, I mean, he can play corner safety, running back, slot receiver. Like he can really do it all. Just led Berkeley prep to um, a, a state championship in the Sunshine State too, which is not an easy feat. Um, so really impressive junior season from Dallas Golden. And I like where the Irish are at for him. And then, uh, yeah, offensive tackles in a really interesting spot, Kyle. And Jack Lang is one of the, you know, we, there's the two other big Notre Dame offensive line targets are visiting this weekend. And Maggie Augustine and Owen Strebick, we'll discuss here in a minute. Those guys Notre Dame has been recruiting for, it seems like, forever. Lang is more of a recent offer, you know, with the staff 
what is this in November that they extended the good news to him uh, a couple weeks. I want to say it was after his visit for the pit game. So there is just, I mean, the offensive line board is in a, again, a very interesting spot. And even though Lang is a newer guy to the board, he's only visited once um, before this weekend. I would definitely keep a close eye um, on, on this guy. So yeah, Jack Lang, Jerome Bettis, um, and uh, Dallas Golden. Kyle, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I can go ahead and start with just who you have popped up on the screen with Jack Lang. Um, interesting recruitment here because his dad uh, is a lifelong Notre Dame fan. Um, Jack grew up following the Irish as well. But Notre Dame a little bit late compared to some other early suitors in his recruitment, such as um, uh, Nebraska, Iowa, um, Mizzou, and uh, there's another school in there. I think Kansas, Kansas State as well. Those were the schools really sticking out to him uh, during football season. Now his recruitment's starting to blow up. But I don't get the impression that Jack's going to make an, an emotional decision this weekend. Um, not necessarily one of the guys I'm pointing to in my mind that I think could be on commit watch. But um, nonetheless, never know what can happen just because a family that has a strong affinity to Notre Dame. And I think you kind of hinted at it earlier in the show that once these guys get up to campus, you know, anything can happen just because of how how well Notre Dame um, hosts these visit weekends. Yep. Do you want to add anything on Golden or um, Golden or Bettis? Good to go. Yeah. Um, uh, Bettis, I think same thing uh, as you said commit candidate with uh you know spend to campus tons of times not only as a recruit but just as a, a guest of his father um a guy we always watch when he's on campus and as it goes with dallas golden uh, a really interesting recruitment from the aspect that another guy that's a, a top 100 player in the country has offers from every power five program and has only made visits to, to notre dame florida state and kansas state um i think he might uh go up to Clemson sometime this month, but I think Notre Dame's really well positioned there. Um, as you said, they've, they've recruited this guy for a while. They love him at cornerback. And I did reporting on him earlier this week that you can find at blue and gold for some more coverage of him. But um, yeah, three guys that I know Notre Dame is really excited about to get to campus. And I'm really excited to find out what the outcomes of these recruitments are after they get up to South Bend on Saturday. All right, and then uh, we'll move along here. Damian Shanklin, four-star pass rusher. I mean, Notre Dame's got four defensive linemen committed. Call it four and a half because Dom Hulak is, you know, coming in to play the kind of the role that Maris Leifau did, and Maris Leifau got off the pass for a good bit, so it's kind of like four and a half even. Damian Shanklin from Indy Warren Central, huge target for the Irish. Visited campus so many times uh, just, in, you know, in, in the past few uh, months and uh, again getting back to South Bend, so really notable visit for him. And then you got—I mean, we're th th these three guys we're about to have. Kyle talk about in a second. I mean, huge targets for the Irish. Owen Streebig is he like offensive tackle one on the board? It's kind of how it's felt for a while, just especially in terms of how long Notre Dame has been recruiting Owen Streebig, six seven, two hundred ninety-five pounds. Uh, just visited Wisconsin last weekend. He seemed to have a really good time. And then you have Deuce Knight laugh about it on Twitter. And, and Deuce seems to seem confident that, um, you know, Street Big is, is trending towards the Fighting Irish. Uh, and then, uh, man, Mark Zachary, 
um, you know, considered a, a Notre Dame lean per the R- RPM. Uh, and, the, and that's been the case for a while, but I really feel like going into this weekend, there's a ton of momentum for the Irish. So Shanklin, Strebig, Zachary, right now, I like Notre Dame for all of them, Kyle. What say you? Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. These are three guys that for a while that I've told our subscribers on the loose emoji board that I think end up at Notre Dame. Um, and I even hinted, not hinted, but I talked about the the impact of Zachary and Shanklin possibly coming to Notre Dame in my four storylines. Um, both guys, the top two industry-ranked players in Indiana. Notre Dame hasn't signed the top two players in Indiana um, in about 12 years, I think. Last time they did it was Gunnar Keel, the quarterback, the five-star. He didn't stick at Notre Dame, but the other guy did, and that was defensive lineman Sheldon Day, also from – Indianapolis Warren Central, where Damian Shanklin's from. The D-line coach there coached um, Sheldon Day as well. So two guys I do like at Notre Dame uh, to end up at Notre Dame eventually. Now, Owen Strebig, I, I, I feel like I can um, talk a little bit more publicly like uh, about this than I have in, in the past after some reporting from The Athletic, but I think this is kind of something that I've um, hinted to, to our subscribers on, on the loose emoji board, but – Wisconsin was never really a player for Owen Strebig. Um, that they, you know, in-state kid. Owen really liked uh, some of his other options: Notre Dame, USC, Florida, um, Miami, Michigan, a lot of other schools recruiting him, but um, wasn't really gelling uh, w- with the Badgers in their pitch. But now they have a new offensive line coach there. Um, he went up there and, and visited over the weekend, and Wisconsin went from hanging on to, to dear life in his recruitment to a pretty strong contender in his recruit. Uh, in it, in it. Um, so Notre Dame's got a uh, really big weekend with Owen Strebig uh, come Saturday because Miami head coach Mario Cristobal uh, he just came by Waukesha Catholic Memorial to see Owen Strebig. Every other top program in the country is not going to stop. Uh, slowing down their pursuit of Owen Strebig. But listen, this guy's been to campus about five times within the last, like, nine months. Deuce Knight, that is, like, um, Owen Strebig is, like, Deuce Knight's number one priority. Yeah, so they're uh, really good friends. Yeah, yeah, I think this uh, could end up well for Notre Dame if they they, um, hit all – push all the right buttons this weekend. Yeah, there's, like, a little – man, I I always say for folks who watch – this show we're listening to it you are the notre dame junkie like if you are it's january 19th and you are locked into the notre dame recruiting update here on our blue and gold youtube channel you are the junkie all right you love you live and breathe notre dame football and, and, and recruiting right i feel like you can't live and breathe notre dame football if you don't follow recruiting that's just my opinion but i i, I say this because now we're about to talk about recruits playing video games together, and that's where I really think you're a junkie. But you know, this this kind of context is, is notable. There's like a little circle that Deuce Knight plays Fortnite with, um, and and here's the guys you got like I think Mark Zachary's in there, um, Owen Strebig, C.J. May, and Justin Thurman. That's the names actually, and Mike Singer. Mike Singer uh, it does get to, to to run some fort with 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 the boys every once in a while. Um, Hashtag plug, uh, you know, got, got, got to plug that in there. Uh, so it's kind of interesting uh, I, going to the point of Stree Big and Deuce Knight being uh, being close friends. Joan Bone, good to see you in the chat, my friend. Um, yeah, definitely notable there. 
so we'll move along, Mr. Kelly. Uh, and uh, how about this? Brady Smeagle. I mentioned at the top of the show, even some big 2026 recruiting implications. The reason being Brady Smeagle is the lone prospect in the 2026 class on campus, at least to my knowledge. Doesn't have an on three ranking yet, but 24 7 has a number 30, excuse me, 31 overall player, rivals 13, 6, 480 pounds. Uh, and he is on campus now. And uh, his father is his high school head coach. So they tweeted out um, from campus and, you know, uh, obviously in front of a very popular spot um, for visit photos. So uh, Smeagol's on campus Friday. And Saturday for Junior Day, of course. Man, uh, actually wrote about him a little bit at blueandgold.com uh, this early this afternoon. Uh, Notre Dame got to see him throw. Told things went very well there. So Smeagol, very early in his recruiting process, Notre Dame offered him in August. And I really do love though Notre Dame's approach for 2026 quarterbacks. They're not in a position where they're just now offering, which it's still not late or anything like that to be offering, but they were just on Ryder Lions and Brady Smeagol, and there's a few others they have offered. They just were so early on the offer that you know they don't have to play catch-up in relationships and, and, and stuff like that compared to other schools. Again, if they offer today, it's not like they're late. It's just they got six or seven quarterback offers out in 2026. Maybe it's like four or five. Uh, but several offers out. So Smeagol, you know, been building a connection with Gino Guduli a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, getting up to camps this week. And I think that that's a, uh, I think that's a big deal. Uh, we're actually going to go through four real quick, Kyle. Uh, Cameron Heron from uh, Indy Warren Central, teammates of Damian Shanklin. This this young man, 6'4", 260 pounds, what he's listed at. He's a three-star prospect. He's got a handful of Power 5 offers. I don't. He does not have a Notre Dame offer. He's just one of two guys going into the weekend without an offer from the Irish. I don't know if he's going to get one from Notre Dame. The offensive line board again is just so loaded at the top um, with uh, you know Matty Augustine and, and, and Owen Strebig, which Augustine I did not have his profile pulled up. So let me pull that up as well um, for us to go through. Um, but yeah, so again, I don't know if Notre Dame's going to offer him, but I know that the staff is very high on him. Um, and, and they think he would be a solid get if they do go after him. So I am just going to give you three names, Kyle. So Smeagol, uh, Cameron Heron, and then uh, Sean Terry from Ironton, Ohio. Listed as the three-star prospect currently. Uh, offers from Michigan, Penn State, Auburn, Wisconsin, and others. 5'10", 165 pounds. Um, you know, kind of that shifty slot receiver role. Um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, Notre Dame fans are pretty excited about him. Um, from what I've seen, you know, just on, on this on uh, the blue and gold message board. So, yeah, Smeagol, Heron, Terry, what do you think? I know uh, you, you just kind of alluded to it. Uh, Sean Terry is a fan favorite of the loose emoji message board, and uh, really interesting recruitment there because he is um, nestled down near the like West Virginia Ohio line in Ohio. So when you think Ironton. Not really a true Ohio pros prospect. And, um, you know, when Ohio guys, you get worried about Ohio State, but I don't think that um, I'm, I'm necessarily too worried about Ohio State. They haven't really offered yet. But I think Ontario is an offer candidate for Notre Dame. Uh, Mike Brown offered him at Wisconsin. 
Mike Brown's offering a lot of wide receivers uh, for Notre Dame. I, I think he offered two or three this week in the 25 class. Um, in December, he offered two or three. So really expanding the board. And if they're bringing Sean Terry to campus, I think that's a good sign. I'm excited for that visit to happen. Um, Cam Heron with you there. Brady Smigel, uh, I love, as you mentioned, the approach Notre Dame's taking with these 26 quarterbacks. They're out on the road. Marcus Freeman seeing all these guys in person. Gino Caduli is watching them throw. Mike Denbrock is watching him throw. Um, and not that I was concerned they would get wrong in the 26 cycle, but I think Notre Dame's going to get this thing right in 26 with quarterback. Yeah. They've hit it out of the park in 24. 25 with CJ Carr and Juice Knight. I think they're going to do it again um, in 26. And you're going to talk about Notre Dame having one of the best runs of quarterbacks of the program in the 24, 25, 26 cycle. So I'm really excited yeah. to see what happens there, especially because 26 quarterbacks or um, any quarterbacks in general, they do like to commit earlier than other prospects. Smigel. Smigel. I've been blowing um, Mike's. Uh, DMs, if you want to call them with uh, pronunciation. I'm like, so, Kyle, I'm doing the show. I, tell me tell me later she, all my mispronunciations. Of it. So, Smigel, Brady Smigel. Yes. Okay. Confirmed. I know you, you talked to his dad recently, right? Uh, not yet, but okay. that is on the window soon. Okay. I could remember a few. Okay. Uh, and then two more to discuss real quick. Because uh, I forgot to bring him up earlier, because we were going in alphabetical order um, for the for at least for the most part. Matty Augustine, uh, another one of those big offense tackle targets for Notre Dame. Um, as we we brought on Ethan Long, Notre Dame safety, who's going to be visiting this week, and we had him on our show a couple weeks ago, and you know he he explained to everyone that you know he his family's a couple hours from the Brunswick School in Greenwich, Connecticut. So like, I think it's like during the – I don't know all the particulars, but it's like during the school year long or, or the school week long stays at Augustine's house. Um, so it's actually pretty cool, um, you know, that it's not hard for Ethan Long to try to commit Maddie to go to Notre Dame. He could just run upstairs, you know, whatever that looks like. So, uh, so yeah, Maddie Augustine, 6'7", 265 pounds. Notre Dame offered him – was it over the summer? Um, maybe. Yeah, not – okay. Uh, so – yeah, big big deal for I think for Notre Dame getting him and with one offensive lineman committed, Will Black again visiting campus this weekend, um, and then you got the three big targets on the board: Augustine, uh, Owen Stree, big, and Jack Lang. Take all four. Take I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't. Do they take four? Do they take three? Do they take five? I don't know yet. It's early in the cycle, uh, but Notre Dame I think is. If one of these guys commits, I think you're going to see a domino effect on the offensive line, uh, and, and I think Matty Augustine. Uh, there, there's there's a decent chance that uh, you know, that he will, uh, you know, end up in Notre Dame's class right now. I predicted that several months ago, and uh, yeah, Bob's comment here: all tackles need some guards. I have been in this business for so long, and it's usually the opposite that I see fans complain about. We're bringing in too many guards. We need tackles. Um, you can turn a tackle into a guard a whole hell of a lot easier than a guard into a tackle, right? The guards just have the, you know, oftentimes the shorter, stockier kind of build, not as long, uh, but you don't need that build to play guard. 
Is that, you know, does that kind of make sense, Kyle? You're in agreement with me? Like, yeah, you, can oh, yeah, be absolutely. A, absolutely. Okay, you can be a massive guard, but you can't be an undersized tackle. You can, but you got to be a freak. So I'm not worried about this at all, Bob. It's not, I, I, it's not as if Notre Dame is going to run out the 2025 offensive line class and, and just play that. Like, like Adam says, there's guards in other classes. So, um, yeah, again, Bob, I, I'm not worried about it, man. I mean, it, it'll be okay. I promise. Uh, but yeah, Matty Augustine, that's a big one. And then uh, just confirmed this uh, a little bit before the show. Elijah Burris, the son of Plaxico Burris, Super Bowl champ, with the New York Giants. Um, he's going to be on campus as well. Notre Dame just offered him 11 days ago and uh, confirmed through multiple sources Friday afternoon that, again, he will be in South Bend this weekend. So another one of those. Notre Dame has expanded the receiver board in the 2025 class, so, you know, sending out some new offers and Burris being one of them. I really, to be honest with you guys, there's two receivers in this class, I think, land at Notre Dame in Bettis and Derek Meadows from Vegas. Other than that, do they take three total, take four total, who they are? I literally have no idea. Uh, but I know Burris, I mean, getting the offer, coming up to Notre Dame um, this weekend, I think that's – and Notre Dame just does so well with these NFL legacy guys. I think that, you know, the Irish will have, um, you know, a pretty decent shot here. So, yeah, Augustine and Burris, Kyle. Yeah, the uh, wide receiver board is something that I'm looking to diving into um, pretty deeply um, once we get uh, through this visitor weekend because it the board is completely reshaped now. That so many different guys out there with new offers and Burris being uh, one of those guys. And as you mentioned, the son of uh, Plastico Burris who played with uh, Ike Taylor, Ivan Taylor, the Notre Dame safety commits father for three seasons, I believe, in Pittsburgh. Huh. I think it was two separate stints as well. Don't quote me on all this. I have put that together. But, yeah, huh. so um, you mentioned I mean, Notre Dame kills it with these NFL, NFL legacies. I mean, they literally kill it. It's incredible how well they recruit the sons of former NFL players. Like, Notre Dame's future roster, like, honestly, 10% of this thing might, might be NFL legacies. Like, yeah. lot of freaking guys um yeah so i really excited about burris getting up to campus and um august yeah i think i've put this out there on the loose emoji board in the past so i i I do want to kind of you know bring light to it on our youtube show and uh, thank you tim for enjoying the show i hope you'll enjoy the show a little bit more after this comment but Matty Augustine and Owen Strebig are really close friends. They have visited uh, the same schools together on multiple occasions. They've been to Notre Dame together multiple occasions. Um, both are really high on Notre Dame. And I think as soon as one of them commits, the other is going to hop in um, with Notre Dame. So what you guys, I think you already predicted. I think they both uh, end up at Notre Dame as well. I, I think we're just playing the waiting game and um, see if the, when those guys are ready to make a decision. I do not I, I I'm not like okay, how do I want to word this? As a reporter covering a school, it is a it's very easy to just be like a big homer, right? If I just predict everyone to go to Notre Dame, everyone loves Mike Singer and it's very exciting and, and the vibes are high. And then if someone doesn't pick Notre Dame, oh uh, we'll just blame NIL, we'll just blame grades. It's never Mike Singer's fault for, you know, for anything, you know, it's like, oh, Mike, you did your, your best to keeping us informed, but no, like 
I think it's important to, you know, be honest about the good times and the bad times or, you know, if, if things aren't trending well or like, you know, just to be honest and, and not a homer. Does that make sense, Kyle? Yeah. That, yeah. That, it's our job. You're a journalist, man. Well, you know, not <laughs> trying. It's, it's not everywhere out there these days, but yeah. Anyways, with that being said, the vibes are incredibly high for Notre Dame. And the optimism is just through the roof. So I'm saying like, I don't want to be that person, but I also like, if that's the truth of the matter, I have to, I, it just is what it is. Notre Dame has 14 commitments already in the 2025 class. They've been signing right around 23 to 25 guys in the recent cycles. So by recent history, Notre Dame probably going to do that again and then sign seven to eight guys from the portal, around 30 players new in every single year. I mean, Notre Dame, just, they're cruising. We just, we just went through all those targets. How many of them? Did we say, I like Notre Dame here? Most of them? This Signing is 11 months away. And, and I just, Kyle, I just don't know if I've talked about a recruiting class like this where it's 11 months away. I wrote that mock class article on Monday, and I'm like, it's going to be pretty damn accurate when you look back at it in the year. Now, when I looked back at my mock class uh, from 2024, a year about this time last year, not so great. But I just think that they, Notre Dame has just done such a good spot, put itself in such a good spot, establishing uh, where they're at in 25. I, I do love it. With that being said, Kyle, I want us to both say a name visiting this weekend who we feel um, confident, maybe not confident. We just want to put out there as a commit candidate that maybe people aren't tracking enough or, or following like we kind of be like man this guy i am loving where notre dame's at uh, for for a commit watch maybe it's not commit watch like saturday or sunday you know maybe it's in the next month or month or so um so i'll give mine kyle yeah you go first i predicted back in august zachary to end up at notre dame at some point and i remember right now i was like listen it's a projection pick there's the picks where it's like all right this is going to happen in, a, in two, three weeks or a month or something like that. But then there's like a projection pick where this is down the road. And when I put that in, I was like, listen, I'm putting this prediction in because I think he's going to end up at Notre Dame. But I really think it's a tight battle between Notre Dame and Ohio State. I think Notre Dame has pulled ahead of Ohio State. Maybe that's some to do with what you talked about, Kyle, last week with Ohio State's defense backboard. Um, you know, and they're the Buckeyes are doing a really good job in 2025 there. So it might be part of that. But also I think it's due to the the relationship that Mark Zachary has with the Fighting Hour staff and commits. I think that Zachary is a name to watch, and I think it, he could come off the board the next week. You've been covering Zachary a lot closer than I have. I haven't met him in person. Um, that's been you. You're the guy who, who's been covering him more at Blue and Gold. But just kind of what I'm hearing behind the scenes, I'm loving where Notre Dame's at with Mark Zachary. Yeah, if he can kind of get over his Ohio State fandom. <laughs> to find his way to Notre Dame. It was really funny. When I went to go see him play IMG Academy uh, last fall, he was wearing Ohio State cleats and gloves, but the Buckeyes have three corners. But Ohio State also really likes Mark Zachary. Or sorry, Ohio State has two corners, but they're trending for a third in Dorian Brew, who can also potentially play safety. 
So that puts um, a little bit of a uh, wrench into things. But uh, I think Ohio State, Notre Dame battle, but Notre Dame has prioritized Zachary uh, like from the start when they went off him back in May. And while we're staying on the topic of Ohio guys, um, I am going to go with my pick for a surprise commitment that we are not talking about. And I'm going to go with Sean Terry. Um, if he gets an offer, I think he is one to watch. I've been doing a little bit of digging on his recruitment, and I think if Notre Dame shows him that he's a big priority of this class, he already has a relationship with Mike Brown. Um, and, and, you know, you can always get concerned that, oh, Notre Dame offered all these guys this week and all these guys in December. Why didn't they offer Sean Terry? Sometimes they just wait for these guys to get up to campus. This is what happened yeah. with Carter Nelson last year. Um, Notre Dame was supposed to offer him for a game day. He missed it, and then they're like, we're not waiting for him to get up on campus. We're offering him. So um, I think they offer Sean Terry if he gets up to campus. He's an excellent player. Do offer. He's got that relationship with Mike Brown. If they show him he's a priority in the class, watch out. Uh, just a few comments I wanted to pop up. Kyle, are you, are you an NHL guy by the chance, any chance? It's funny you say that because both of my brothers were home. Um, you know, we were hanging out uh, over the winter, and both those guys are huge hockey guys compared to me. And they watch a lot more NHL than me. And now I'm watching a lot of NHL as well. I fell asleep to the uh, Predators-Kings game last night. All right, well, Bleeberg's been blowing me up about uh, your favorite NHL enforcer. <laughs> my gosh. Uh, I, I really wonder who this uh, guy is uh, behind the YouTube identity. But I'm not that into the NHL where I know those guys. But um, So, Bleeberg, tell me if I'm speaking out of turn here. I am going to go with Tom Wilson from the Washington, Washington Capitals. He has been a, uh, a bruiser in the league for years and kind of in that same Alex Ovechkin. He's a guy that, even though he's one of the most talented scorers of all time, Still lay the body down. So I'll be I'll be curious to hear your thoughts about my picks. Uh you could put a gun to my head. I don't think I could name three players in the NHL. So uh, that's my <laughs> knowledge. But Bleeberg will be looking for your comments. Adam, I'm going back to Burris. You said interesting Michigan State isn't on isn't on there yet. Before this week, or excuse me, before last week, he had one offer. So this recruiting is it's very much picking up. You gotta remember Michigan State's got a new staff, so I would definitely anticipate. Michigan State offers Burris. And then last but certainly not least, Notre Dame Dan. Uh, good to see my friend. He said, Mike and Kyle, what would be considered a successful junior day? Two new commits that end up signing, solidified CJMA, anything else. It's really, really difficult to quantify this. Um, you know, I, I would just say, does, does Notre Dame put itself in a better position to sign each of the guys visiting campus that they want? Like, then it's a success. I mean, that... I, I don't your your second question there, two new commits that ended up signing solidified CJMA. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That 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 sounds successful to me, but it's just putting on a, a good show and um and improving your position for the players. I mean, that's I, I, I think that's really all you can ask for. Kyle, do you have any do you have a better answer than I have here? You wanna know the way I'll define a successful weekend? All right. If everyone on our list makes it. Okay. Fair I like that too. It. That's success to me. Okay. Dan, thank you for the question. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's show. Please hit that thumbs up if you have not done so yet. Of course, subscribe to our channel for more content. Go over to blueandgold.com. Let me just pop up. Kyle, this has been one 
hell of a week for our recruiting coverage. Uh, I want to pop up on the screen for folks watching on YouTube. I mean, look at look at the oh, maybe I need to give me a second, guys. Give old Singer a second here. The recruiting coverage I really do feel like has been outstanding. You've got, you know, 2026 quarterback recruiting notes. I did this about an hour before the show uh, and wrote about Burris. We got Ivan Taylor article, four storylines for Notre Dame. Uh, I actually need to read this. I've not read this yet, Kyle, so I'm going to open it up here to read that. We got the Notre Dame coaches on the road today. Uh, Mick and saw Zachary today. Streebig. Um, Joe Rudolph went and saw. Kyle, please, please, please write this down somewhere and remind me, as I often have you do. I want to talk about that rule change with coaches now being able to talk to 2025 recruits because that is a fascinating rule to me. So I want to talk about that. We've got story on Nathaniel Uwusu-Boateng visiting, prospects on commit watch I wrote about last night. Uh, you wrote a story about a defensive line prospect to know, my full visitor preview article, Ryder Lyons, a 2026 quarterback, who's the most important visitor for the junior day. More coaches on the road, a story on Nasir Why? I mean, we are just killing it with this coverage. Uh, so I definitely recommend, folks, go to blueandgold.com again. And that offer for you guys um, is, is $1 for two months if you're a new subscriber using the promo code UND1. So please do check it out over at blueandgold.com. I'm Mike Singer. Uh, that's this guy right over here is Kyle Kelly. Uh, and, and that's going to sign us off uh, for this week's show. Appreciate you guys watching. And as always, we will catch you next time. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.